0: Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. King David says that he teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. I want us to go to the book of Genesis and by the grace of God I want to show you some few things there and then we'll take you where God wants us to be this morning. Praise the Lord. And I pray that God will open up your eyes. And I pray that your spirit will minimize clutter. Will minimize clutter so that you don't don't miss out from the word of God. So that you don't miss out from the word of God. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11. I still remember at one stage just explaining some few things some few things from this scripture passage and i want you to look at it from this perspective and uh by the grace of god i believe that we are going to decode a blessing out of it genesis chapter 11 verse 1 the bible says and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech i will repeat it says and the whole earth was of one language and one speech praise the lord i believe that we all know this scripture passage and i believe that the context of the matter it has been explained probably to you when you look into what happened in the days of this man called Nimrod was a mighty hunter before the Lord. And then Genesis chapter 11 begins to talk about the whole earth being of one language and of one speech. Praise the Lord. And I would like to to, to, to highlight to you, especially Genesis chapter 11, verse 3 to 4. Because it begins to show you what these people who were having one language began to converse amongst themselves and they pushed themselves into an agreement. And I want to show you something there because this is not exactly where my matter is going to be founded but it's something that you need to understand it's something that you need to understand because it will help you to open up to another dimension of things spiritual things that i want you to understand today praise the lord so when you look at genesis chapter 11 verse 3 to 4 the Bible says, and they said to one another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime, and they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower who stop may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth so you are seeing a people who were having one language and one speech and there is a reason why the bible is highlighting these two things separately and It is highlighting to you that there is a language and there is a what there is a speech there is a reason there praise the lord so the whole earth was of what of one language and of one speech and you begin to see these people who had one language and one speech coming together and making a decision And the decision that they made, they said, let us make bricks out of mortar, out of clay, sorry. Let us make bricks out of what? Out of clay. And let us build them what? Thoroughly. And the Bible goes on and says, they were able to have bricks instead of stones. And they had slime instead of of what? In, In the position for mortar and then the reason that they began to highlight is they were afraid that they were going to be scattered so they said let us build for us a city and a what and a tower otherwise if we fail to make a name for ourselves this is our chance To make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, if we fail to do so, we are going to find ourselves getting scattered all over the face of the earth. So, you begin to go on and you look into what God eventually did. And I'm saying that I'm just introducing you so that you are able to understand what I'm going to be talking about this morning. Now, I said that, number one, the world was of one language and one speech. One language and one speech. These two things, a lot of people use them as if they are one thing. But they are not altogether one thing. They are actually two things that combine to make something. That has got a meaning. Now, when we talk of a language, I believe that if you are Sotho, then you are able to know what I'm talking about. If you are Shona, you are able to understand what I'm talking about. Because these two things, they are languages. They are languages. And it's possible for someone who doesn't know the language to speak the language. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Let's say you tell me a word and you say to me, repeat it, then I speak it. I can be able to speak yet outside of the realm of knowledge. Praise the Lord. Am I helping someone here? Mm-hmm. So you are seeing a language And you are seeing speech. Now, when we talk of language, a language is the knowledge about certain things. And that knowledge, it is encoded in words. It is encoded in words. I want you to follow me very carefully. That language is encoded in words. So... Every language that you can talk about, it has got words. But how those words get to be combined, that's what makes languages not to be similar to each other. Praise the Lord. So you can see what I'm talking about. Now, when we look at a language, we are looking at something that is driven that is controlled by knowledge we are looking at something that is at its core knowledge a language at its core is knowledge you know something but speech is whereby what you know you begin to speak it out you begin to Communicate it out. You begin to converse with other people, making conversations with other people. So, a language, praise the Lord, is broader, and when you look at a language, you are looking at its core It's something that is rooted in knowledge. It's rooted in what you know. That's why the language that you are speaking right now, there are people who taught you through it. You have to learn a language, otherwise you will not be able to speak it out. Or you may speak it out without knowing exactly what the language is saying. So a language You learn it, and anything that you learn, it means that you take yourself into the process of acquiring knowledge. But it's not the same thing when it comes to speech. You may speak and your speech may not reflect your knowledge. Praise the Lord. Am I helping someone here? So you are seeing now, I want to show you something. The Bible saying that the whole earth was of one language and one speech. So you are seeing the whole world, it means that they were knowledgeable. Their knowledge was unified. And out of that unification of their knowledge, Then the Bible goes on and says that they had one speech. So speech, it helps you now to be able to relay what you know. So a language is broader, why? Because it is tackling your ability to know. And when you learn a language, it means that you've invested your time In order for you to acquire a lot of information and in your system, everything that you are learning so that you are able to speak a language, you invest your time in acquiring words. Somebody say words. Words. But now when we speak of speech, speech becomes topical. It becomes topical. It means that out of your knowledge, you may choose a certain topic. And the topic that you are going to choose, you begin to talk about it, you begin to speak to other people, communicating with other people. Out of a certain topic. Right now, as you are sitting in this atmosphere, You have invested a great deal of your time in learning certain things. And those things that you have learned, they are a language that you know. But we are in another environment now where we are not speaking that language. Why? Because speech is topical, But when we look at a language, a language is broader. Praise the Lord. Everything that you have to do. (laughs) If you miss what I'm talking about now, you always find yourself failing. Because before you can start a project, you must be able to invest yourself in the language of the project. You must begin to be invested first in the language of the project. Before you can get into a marriage, there is a language of marriage. Before you can get into finances, there is a language that is spoken. There is a language in that area. You need to acquire know-how, information. You have to invest your time in order for you to grow in the knowledge of the language. So businesses got a language. Relationships, they have got a language. Anything that people do on this earth, there is a language that causes them to know what to do. And it's not enough to know a language you need, again now, to be able to release that language on a targeted thing and that becomes your speech. Praise the Lord. Now, you are seeing the Bible, it is deliberate by beginning to say to you that the whole world was of one language and of one speech. And when you look into the matter, you begin to find that the people who had one language and one speech, what eventually transpired because of what they had was a project that they began to do. You're not getting this. What began to happen because these people, they were having one language and one speech, It was a project. It was a project. And you look into the word of God. The Bible says that the people say that let us build us a tower and a city in order for us to make a name for ourselves. And then they began to say, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And we will use the bricks instead of what? Of stone. And we are going to use slime instead of what? Of mortar. Now we are talking about the know-how. They are now speaking. Now they have come from the dimension of a language. They have gone to a dimension of speech. And what they are beginning to do now is to relay their know-how so that they begin to tackle that project that they were having in their minds. So whatever that you want to do, any project that you want to do in this life, it is governed by these two things, the language of the project and the speech of the project. These become the foundation that you can ever face before you can do anything, under the face of the earth. Praise the Lord. So when we come to you and you have got a challenge in how you articulate yourself in your marriage, we must be able to investigate your problem. And your problem, if we are able to investigate it, it is going to take us to your language and it is going to take us to your speech in your house. Praise the Lord. A lot of people can come to church and miss church. Church has begun, praise the Lord. You can have a problem. And I'm saying to you, that you are already in a project. And that project, for that project to begin, It began because of a language and a speech. Because these two things, they are what unify people so that people can get invested in something else that they are trying to do and trying to accomplish. So I'm trying to show you something here. Whenever you look at a problem, the origins of the problem may not be what you see. They may be entrenched deeper in the language of the project and the speech that is present in the project. So your relationship is a project. Your business is a project. How you are going to make it in that area depends on how you have invested yourself in learning the language and how you are going to articulate yourself in speaking the speech of the project. Praise the Lord. I want to show you something. The Bible says that the people, they decided, let us build for us a what? A tower and a city. And let us make a name for ourselves. And when you look into something that eventually happened, many people think that these people, they didn't know what was going to happen. Because the Bible says, then God said, let us go down and see what the sons of men are doing on the earth. And God said, you know what, as long as these people are united in their language and in their speech, whatever they want to accomplish, there will be nothing to stand against them. So God came down and divided their language. And the Bible says that they left from building the project. So do you know, before you can blame a person, you must be able to understand the origins of your problem. Because the origin of your problem may be the language. May be the language. The origin of your problem may be the speech. Because each and every project that you do, for it to be successful, it is dependent on these two things, the language. And the language is the know is the knowledge that you have. You begin to hear people saying that I divorced that man because he didn't know how to treat me. So you begin to see the treatment as if it was the problem. But the problem was the knowledge. He didn't know how to treat you. He was not well invested in the language of the relationship. Praise the Lord. Am I talking to people here? Am I making sense? He was not invested in acquiring the knowledge pertaining to the relationship. Right now as I am standing up here, I cannot speak suit. I am still learning. I am still what? Still learning. Why? Because you need knowledge for you to master a language you need knowledge for you to eventually gain mastery over a language that's why all of you are sending your children to school what are they doing to school they are going to school so that they learn a language praise the lord yeah. is it making sense now yes. so when you check that friend of yours that you have in your life What is bringing you together is the knowledge. And the knowledge is invested in the language. There is a language between you. And your friendship, it becomes a topical thing. That's why each time when you gather together with your friends, there is a particular topic Mm -hmm. of interest that is controlling your relationship. Probably you both like soccer. So what brings you together is the topic that you are knowledgeable about. So these people, praise the Lord. They said, let us. Because the letters, it is determined by what you know. You cannot say, let us do this, if you don't know about that thing and for you to be able to speak it in that way. Now, you are speaking out. You are (coughs) jumping into the dimension whereby you are tackling a certain topic and say, let us concentrate what we know on this thing. (coughs) Am I making sense? Praise the Lord. So, I want to show you something. How did these people eventually get to be scattered? God came and divided their language. And when their language was divided, they ended up not understanding their speech. You're not getting this one. What was divided? Praise the Lord. They ended up not knowing exactly Praise the Lord. And at the end of the day, the language was manipulated. And after the language was manipulated, now in the realm of speech, when they began to speak, they could not understand each other. But you know, let me surprise you. These people, they had knowledge about God from the beginning. Because the Bible says that, they say, let us build this project, otherwise we are going to be scattered. So the idea of getting scattered, they knew about it. They knew about it before actually getting scattered. They knew we are going to be scattered. And the reason why they ended up building a city is because if we get to be scattered, we leave a name for ourselves. So they knew exactly what they were doing. Praise the name of the living Lord. They knew exactly what they were getting into. That end of the day, we are going to be scattered abroad. They knew. But they had something that was uniting them at that time. And it was their (laughs) language. It was their language. language. Am I talking to you? Are you hearing me well? Their language. So there is a language that you need to gain mastery over. There is a language that you need to learn. Because money, for it to flow your direction, It must be able to understand you. There is a language that it follows for it to come to your pockets. Opportunities for them to come to you. There is a a language that you are supposed to have gained mastery over. And there is also a speech that you must also develop. So you have seen two things there. Praise the Lord. You have got something that you have in your heart. And that thing that you have got in your heart, you are now able to what? To speak it out. You are now able to what? To speak it out. When you look into the word of God from the book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. I want to show you. The Bible says, all generation, of vipers how can you being evil speak good things for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh you generation of what of vipers let me talk about a generation whenever you hear people talking about the generation they are talking about something that you received from uh, 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 other people were originators before you. There were predecessors that were before you. You had, an, had ancestors that passed, that ability to you. And you are seeing Jesus tackling the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and he's calling them a generation of vipers. And he goes on and he says, how can you, being evil, Speak good things, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Generation. So, did you know that your ability to speak could have been something that was dependent on your genealogy? I'm taking you deep now. Did you know that the way you speak is something that is founded, is something that has got roots in where you are coming from? Jesus, when he was talking to these people, he was able to see that what they are seeing is out of a generational foundation. Is out of a generational foundation. He was able to decode that these people, the way they speak, there was a grandfather who passed the ability to them. There was a grandmother who used to speak like them. So, the way these people are speaking today, Jesus is able to and the ancestors behind the speech. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. You are not getting what I'm talking about now. Because now, when you are busy talking, you think that no one is influencing your ability to speak. Yet Jesus, when he is talking to these people, he is able to see that this is a generation. Whenever there is a generation, there is a continuation. There is someone who is carrying that torch in the family. Able to make sure that the lineage continues. So, Jesus is able to see that the way these people are talking, there was an ancestor that passed on this kind of style. Praise the Lord. I'm going to shock you. There is an ancestor behind how you speak. No matter how. How long have you been in church? They've been learning so much. As the pastors, we have invested a great deal of our time to try to sensitize you to the dimension of speech. Yet when we close the service right now and you go back to your home, you continue speaking negatively into your own atmosphere. The problem is a generational problem. It's a generational problem. Praise the Lord.
1: Amen.
0: Am I talking to people? No, when we are talking of a generational problem, it means the problem is somewhere in your DNA. If the problem is somewhere in your DNA, then the problem is in your blood. Remember, there was a man who was killed by his brother in the book of Genesis. His name was Abel and his brother was Cain. And Cain, he slew him. After he died, the blood continued to speak to God calling God, please, I need vengeance, I need revenge. (laughs) So, your ancestor, that day they were buried, they did not only die, they were able to pass on a certain language into your system. And that language is to speaking in you through your blood. That's why now Jesus, when he's looking at these people, he calls them a generation of what? Of vipers. Meaning to say that they've inherited the ability to speak wickedly. And the ability is invested in their hearts. That's why you begin to hear Jesus say, out of the abundance of the words, the heart, the mouth, speaketh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Right now, you are busy trying to change your environment, changing your life out of the blue. But you are failing because certain things about you, they are entrenched, they are embedded, they have got a deep connection within your blood. Praise the Lord look at the way you acquire knowledge look at the way your ancestors acquired knowledge you can see that there are similarities in what your father knew because each and every dimension that you are failing to gain access of it is controlled by what you know If you don't know something, that thing that you don't know, it becomes the stumbling block that restricts access. And you are not able to get into a dimension. And when you check, you are going to see that the same also, it happened to your forefathers. It becomes a generational thing. The whole house, it produces teachers. It is a generational thing. The whole house, it produces policemen. It is a generational thing. Am I talking to someone here? The whole house, it produces pastors. It becomes a generational thing. The whole house produces people who fail in their marriages. The problem now is a generational thing i been observing a certain family, and you begin to see the bigger sister, she died of HIV and AIDS, the smaller one, the aunt. And you trace, and you begin to see that it is no longer just a disease that is attacking these people. It's a generation, it's a generation of thing. I want to take you deep, so you are seeing to Jesus speaking to him and what they said to Jesus they say this man is Beelzebub he is commanding devils to come out using Beelzebub the prince of demons and then Jesus responds to them he begins to analyze their speech and in his analysis of their speech, he comes to the problem of their speech, and the problem of their speech becomes a generational thing. And when I'm talking about a generational thing, it is something that is embedded in your blood. No matter how people try to teach you, in this setup, things are negative, but confess positively you still struggle even after embracing after writing down notes. when you go back home you still find yourself saying things that same way you were saying those things last year nothing changes in your speech if there is an area that you may need deliverance that area can have to do with your speech but it's not easy to control how you speak because how you speak it is derived from something that is deep within you something that is deep within your heart the vessels that transmit your blood so you find yourself speaking and people don't know they think that you just don't have a good way of speaking But us now, in this kind of a revelation, we are able to break it down. And tell you now that the problem of your speech is a problem of your blood. Don't worry, don't just worry, it's it's fine. It's a problem of your what? Of your blood. Because, (laughs) praise the Lord. Blood, it carries a, 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 a tons of information. It carries tons and tons of information. That's why right now, a newborn child when, the child, when you begin to look at the behavior of a child, you may be able to begin to see the behavior of the
1: grandmother.
0: Uh-huh. And yet the child never got in contact with the grandmother. So who taught the child to be, behave like the grandmother? It is the blood that the child got from the grandmother. It is an inherited thing. Praise the Lord. It is an inherited thing. So the failures that you begin to see someone struggling with if you investigate You begin to be able to understand that this failure has got a generational foundation. It's got a generational foundation. There is something about the blood. There is something wrong about the blood. And I read the Bible. The Bible says that to the blood of the sprinkling, to the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood that speaketh better things than that one of Amen. So that is the reason why we got to be born again. To enable yourself to receive another blood. Amen. Amen. Another blood that is in ability to speak better things. Amen. We are talking about the language that you speak. We are talking about your speech, your ability to speak. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth is forced to speak. The mouth is forced to speak. And I'm telling you that What is deep in the heart is the knowledge invested in the heart. So when you begin to see the mouth speaking, it is just a fountain that is decoding what lies deep in the heart. So when the project fails, eventually, the problem is what is the thing that is deep in the heart? The thing that is deep in the heart. I'm almost done preaching. Praise the Lord. So I'm trying to show you now secrets that are present in this world. In this life that we live. The first one being the knowledge that you invest. The knowledge. And many people they still struggle on correcting the knowledge that they possess pertaining to a language. Because the problem is a learning problem. When we talk of your problem to speak a language, the problem is your learning problem. That's why the Bible says that my people, they are perishing because of their lack of knowledge. So, it is a learning problem. The reason why we have got born agains, still speaking like people who are not born again at all, the problem is a learning problem. Praise the Lord. So, there is a language, there is a language that you must learn. When you get born again and you come into the kingdom of God, there is a language that you must train yourself to develop. Yes. And that language is the language of God. Okay. And when I'm talking about the language of God, what am I talking about? Because God is not a Tsuana, God is not a Soto, He is not a devele, He is not an Englishman. He doesn't speak this kind of languages. His language is his word. The language of God, it is his word. He is his language. (laughs) Am I making sense? He is his language. And his language, it is his word. As long as you run away from the word of God, you are running from the opportunity to acquire... The ability to learn a language, and it doesn't matter what you speak in prayer because from the abundance of the heart, the mouth must speak. It doesn't matter what you are going to pray, say as long as you don't want to learn all the words, your speech is got cracks, and whatever that you're going to speak on a topic or not. It will not work because the problem is the speech. And sometimes you may think that you are praying, but you are praying from your blood, from the language of your blood. Am I talking to someone here? Am I making sense? Sometimes you may think that you are in making conversations. You think that you're able to make declarations, but the problem if you don't check the roots and the problem that needs to be addressed. You may find yourself still addressing things from the foundation of your blood. Yes. You begin to find yourself saying, Saturn, come out of my life. And then the sudden doesn't come out why because the the language the language telling Satan to come out is the language that your ancestors embedded within you you are still speaking from your blood i'm almost done like i said this must be a special sunday am i with you yes. somebody say your language.
1: language
0: can be the problem yes. And I've been trying to teach people in this church that when you pray, take more time in the word of God. Because God is not a son of man to lie to you. Whatever that is spoke to you, he watches over his word to perform it. So your problem in prayer may be because you don't want to learn his language. There is a miscommunication taking place somewhere else. Each time when you find yourself praying, because God is not Shona, doesn't hear your language. It's not his language. It's not his language. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So you want God to hear you. Somebody right now in this atmosphere, you have got a prayer, Lord, hear me, hear me. I'm trying to show you something here. The problem that is causing the same God not to be able to hear you, is your language. It is not his language that you are speaking. He is bigger than your language. So trying to develop in his language. When I come to you right now, it's important that we've got about four languages in this house. We've got people from Ghana, we've got uh, South Africans, Swana, we've got Sutus, we've got Shona's here. Mm. If I come to you and you are a Ghanaian and I begin to say to you things in Shona, you will not understand. Even if you wanted to grant me my petition that I'm bringing before you, it doesn't matter how pitiful I may look, you may not still understand what I am saying to you when I'm coming to you in my prayer. But if I want something from you, I must look at a language that is universal, a universally accepted language. So the word of God is a universally accepted language. Each time you begin to use it, you begin to speak in matters, in terms that God can understand. Praise the Lord. So how you are going to focus on learning is how your life will eventually change. And the thing that doesn't want you to learn, especially the word of God, is your blood. Because there is a competition now. There is a language that your blood carries and it doesn't want you to stop speaking the same way that your ancestors used to speak. He doesn't want you to stop. That's why a lot of people, each time when you get into an atmosphere where the word of God is released, there is something that is disturbed within you. There is something. Praise the Lord. I know I've caught you now. There is something that always disturbs that gets to be disturbed. Each time when you come into an environment where you, f- you are supposed to hear from God, where you are supposed to hear the word of God, there is always something that you are trying to fight. And that thing is a blood matter. Your blood doesn't want you to grow out of it and get it to another blood and speak into to another language of another blood. He doesn't want you to do that. Am I making sense? So I'm saying the language is the code. (laughs) I've seen some people saying their blood did not agree. When they talk about people who failed in a relationship, they will say their blood, they, they tried to combine, but their blood failed to agree. The reason being, the blood has got a language.
1: And the language of your blood,
0: it causes you, after you get married to someone who is good, to continue to speak from the background of your blood that has been passed into your system, and that blood doesn't know how to accept good things. Praise the Lord. Praise. You begin to, to see people wondering, What am I doing wrong in this project? What am I doing wrong in this marriage? I try my best. But the problem is you cannot understand the language because your blood has got its own language. It's got its own language. Then at the end of the day, when you break up, it's because your blood. Your blood didn't agree. Your blood didn't agree. Am I making sense to someone here? Yeah. So the language is the court. It is the court. Before you can join forces with the person, you must gain mastery over their language. Investigate more about their language. And when you're able to investigate more about their language, then you're able to speak their speech. It's a blood thing. Otherwise, Your ignorance about their knowledge, about their blood, about their blood, which is also their language, it may close you out. It may... I'm giving you codes. Praise the Lord. I'm giving you codes in the spirit. Praise the Lord. You're about to, 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 to see a big shift taking place in your life after this service after this service. <laughs> These people, they were of one language and one speech. So God said that anything that they would want to do, they would not be stopped. They will be unstoppable. As long as they are having a rootage, a foundation based in a language that is one and a speech that is one. They say birds of the what? Same feathers. It's about your language. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you like someone. You realize what I'm talking about? I'm there. there are people who, it doesn't matter. I'm, I, I'm not saying languages in Suatu. No, 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 no. Or Otswana. No, 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 no. You will not understand that person because of the language that they speak, even if it is Suatu. If <laughs> yes, you go into your place, and you are both suited, you are both su- At the end of the day, you don't understand that person. Go you don't understand that person. You try the best you can. Please explain. But at the end of the day, you don't understand them. Because it is deep in the knowledge of that person. And it is deep in the blood of that person. There are certain people that no matter how much you try, you never understand them. No matter how you what, you try. You'll not be able to understand them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the living God. The mighty God, for he teacheth my hands to war, and my fingers to fight. Praise the Lord! Language. <laughs> the language. So I'm saying to you, the Word of God is the language. Yes. Is the language that you need to invest part of your time. Probably a great chunk of your time so that you get to assimilate within you. So that in everything that you begin to do, you are speaking from the Word of God. In each and everything that you are about to do because failure to understand a, a language before a project, it will eventually leave you in failure. Failure for you to understand a language before a project. We eventually see you failing. Somebody say a language. A language. Praise the Lord. No. The word of God is the language. The word of God is the language. And I'm saying, a language is something that you must learn. A language is something that you must acquire knowledge about. Otherwise, your speech will be impaired as long as your learning isn't perfect. So you need more time in learning the language. The word of God is the language of God. The word of God is the language of God. The word of God is the language of God. And how you speak the word of God, it's another topic now. How you speak the language, which is the word of God, it's another dimension. So there are two things that I'm tackling right now. Is I'm about to fold up. There are two things that I am trying to help you to master. There are two things that you need to master. The Word of God is the language. I'm repeating this so that repetition is like a hammer that must eat through the pariah. The Word of God is the language, is the language. when you are able to learn the word of god you gain mastery over the language and when you gain mastery of the language then your speech must reflect your mastery yeah. praise the lord Amen. your speech your speech is another dimension your speech is a reflection of your faith your speech is a reflection of your faith the word of God is the language of God but your speech is the reflection of your faith your speech is your faith that's why at the end of the day it's not the knowledge that you have that delivers you you have to confess at your salvation so your speech becomes the vehicle that transmits your faith. And what you know is the word of God. So you've got to learn how to speak. Mm. Go deeper. It's not enough to know. Your speech must become your faith. Your speech becomes your faith. Because even if you know, even if you know, if you don't speak it out, salvation is not unlocked. Because as a principle, these are codes that I'm sharing with you now. As a principle, your salvation comes when you speak. Because you confess unto salvation. And what are you speaking from? You are speaking speaking from the foundation of the knowledge that you have. The foundation is the Word of God. Your speech. That's why the Bible says, let the poor. It doesn't matter your prophet. So you don't look into the poverty because when you look into the prophet, it will take you back to a certain knowledge. And that knowledge can be a generational knowledge That poverty could have been passed from your forefathers. But we are not in a generation to blame that generation because we are greater than the predecessors that we came out of because we are not a breed. We are not of this world, but we are from above. Your speech, even if you see the poverty, the knowledge that you have of the word of God must be greater than, than the knowledge that you carried from your own DNA. To a level where by now you begin to speak. You begin to speak on the basis of what you know in the Word of God. Amen. Irregardless of what is prevailing in your day to day life, you begin to speak from what you know. Yes. And when you speak what you know, you are able now to tap into the dimension of salvation, which is the dimension of faith. That's why the Bible says, let the poor say, I am what? I'm rich. Let the sick say, I am what? It's not only insane. The reason why you've been saying it, it's because you don't know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. You were taught to say, just say, I'm huge. You say, I'm mute.'" Just say, I am rich, and you go on and you say, I am rich. But the problem is, do you know? I see confused faces in the church. Do you know? Because the language, <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. The language that you are about to speak, must be founded on what you know. Otherwise, you speak things that you don't understand. And the things that you don't understand, they will not have any bearing on what matters in your life. So, regardless of what we taught you, that in your sickness, confess that you are healed. Still, after you confess, healing, there is no healing. Why? The problem is, you don't know. Do you know that you are healed? Even if the pain is there? Is the knowledge present that I am healed? Even if the poverty is there? Do you know that you are rich? Do you know that you have got something greater in you? All of you, you say greater is in what? Is the one in us than the one in the world? So I carry the greater one. But the problem is, do you know how great the one you have? I'm trying to take you slow. So that these kind of details can get to uh, our... to accumulate until a desired impact comes out of your life. Do you know what you are confessing? Do you know? It's one thing to pray the word of God. Saying exactly what the word of God says about you. And it's another thing to pray the same. But based on what you know. Now there is silence. I'm saying it's one thing. To pray the word of God. And it's another thing. To say it from the basis of knowledge. That's why I've, I've already shown you a lot of things. There's someone who can say, in relationships, in relationships they are easy to, 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 to give examples. Someone can say, I love you. In a marriage, in a relationship. But when you look at that someone saying, I love you, You can be able to see that they know, they don't know that they love you. You are able to know! That is just a confession because you force them. (laughs) But when it comes to knowledge, they don't have the knowledge, it's not in knowledge. They don't know. Or actually they know that they don't even love you but they are just confessing that they love you. The same is what you are doing to God. That's why I'm giving you an example that you can easily relate to. <laughs> Am I making sense to someone here? Yes. You go to God and you say, God, I love you. But is it coming from the knowledge, from the house of knowledge, or is it just a confession? Because what you confess, you must believe with your heart. Because as a principle, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth must speak. So it must come from the heart before it is spoken out for it to have an impact in your life. Do you know what you are saying? I wanted to turn to that person to look closer to you. Communicate. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know? It's an interesting one, this one. We've got people who are lying. That's why you begin to say, that one was lying to me. The reason why you will say that person was lying to you is because you investigate their, their foundation. What they said, you realize that it was not coming from their heart. And the moment you discover that it was not coming from their heart, it becomes a lie. I'm trying to teach you so how have you learned the word of god do you know what you're going to use when you go in your prayer room to pray what you're going to say from that word that you think you know is it coming from exactly what you know is it coming from exactly what you know i know that i'm teaching well The silence is priceless, it's good. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Am I talking to people here? Am I making sense? What do you know? Before you make a confession, what do you know? What do you know? I'm about to close the service and you're going to see something here. What do you know? what do you know i'm repeating it repetition is power Yes. It is power what do you know are you speaking from the powers of your knowledge or is it just a confession so i'm saying that you must invest yourself in the word of god Until it becomes something that you know. And when it becomes something that you know, it becomes a part of you. It becomes a language. And when it becomes a language, it becomes so easy to speak. And when you speak it, it becomes a reflection of your faith. Because without that faith, it becomes impossible for you to please God. Praise the Lord. I am trying the best I can so that God can raise a mighty generation. Amen. Mighty people are mightier than myself. Yes. i try the best I can so that you can be able to understand the dynamics of how God do his business. Because before any project, there must be a language. So before you can start a project with God, you must understand his language. And you must develop your speech. Praise the Lord. It's a style. So now, when your speaking becomes a style, it becomes a reflection of what you believe. It becomes a reflection of what you know. Because what you believe is exactly what you know. Praise the Lord. Let me show you something and then I'm about to to close. From the book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Matthew chapter 10, 32. The Bible says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. I'm done preaching now. Praise the Lord. I'm giving you a quote. He who confesses me, because when you confess, your confession is coming out of a covenant. It is coming out of the bounds of your knowledge. A confession is an acknowledgement. When you are confessing, you are acknowledging something. And when you are acknowledging something, you are giving us proof that you know that something. So there is a confidence thing. It means that you are in an alliance with what you are saying with your mouth. So Jesus from the book of Matthew, chapter 10, 32, is trying to show you something there. And he's saying, He who confesses me. He who shall confess me before men, him also will I confess before my Father which is in heaven. So there is an equation that is balancing. There is an equation that is balancing. You are confessing him before men. And then in telling him he confesses you before God. I've come exactly at the appendix. Praise the Lord, am I talking to people here? Am I making sense? So when you confess, you are declaring that you acknowledge. It is something that is coming out of your mouth But before it came out of your mouth, there was somewhere it originated from. And where is exactly that somewhere? It is your heart. It came from the powers of your knowledge. And he is saying, He who confesses me before men, I will also likewise confess him before my Father, which is in heaven. So there are two dimensions. This one is for the word lovers. Praise the Lord. Because this one is a quote. He who confess me before men. So there is a key. The key is he who acknowledges me before men. So what I'm doing right now talking to you. I am confessing you before men (laughs) I am confessing him before men and because I am confessing him before men he also shall confess me before his father who is in heaven so you are seeing dimensions the dimension of men and the dimension of heaven, which is the dimension of the Father. Am I with you? Amen. I want you to follow. Because I'm done. If you miss this one, I'm not going to come again with that emphasis. I'm done. I'm done. So there is a dimension. That dimension that starts is the dimension of what? Of men. And then there is the dimension of the Father, which is heaven. And Jesus is saying, He who confess me before men, So this is a code. This is a key that must give you access to the dimension of heaven. And what is the key? The key is in you developing mastery and developing an acknowledgement, being able to acknowledge God before people. And when you're able to do that, he himself now, he takes it further and he unlocks another dimension, which is the heavenly dimension. Remember one time Jesus asked his disciples, who are the people calling me? What are people saying about me? What are they saying about me? And then some people say that some they are calling you Jeremiah. Some they are calling you Elijah. Some, they are calling you the prophet. And Jesus, he said to the disciples, what about you? And Simon Peter said to him, you are the Christ the Son of God, he confessed him, and you begin to hear Jesus saying to Peter, Blessed be you, Simon Bajona, because flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. So you are seeing a dimension being unlocked because Peter was able to confess the Son of God. And you begin to see Jesus telling Peter that because of this understanding, I am now giving you the keys. So whatsoever that you are going to lock here on earth is going to be bound also in heaven. Whatsoever you are going to lose. And the key was not only the revelation. Because the revelation is the knowledge. It was the confession. Now, am I making sense to someone here? It was not only the revelation, but it was also the conf- confession. Because most of you, you are now at a, at a mature level when it comes to the revelation. The information has been revealed to you. We have come with the revelation to you. But the problem that you still have is the confession part. It has been revealed. The Bible that I read says that the things that are secret, that belong to God. But the revealed things, they belong unto us and our sons. So when you get the revelation, it belongs to you. It it is no longer something that is locked to be with the Father. It belongs to all of us. But now, why is it that we are not able to see the revelation at work? The problem is confession. This is a quote. Am I talking to someone here? He said, him who confesses me, meaning to say, Jesus, when you look in the book of John, what does it say from the beginning? When you read chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible said that in the beginning was the was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was. So when he said he who confess, he is talking about the language which is the word. So the problem that a lot of people don't understand is. Not in only knowing, it must migrate to another level, which is the level of what? Confession. I want you to turn to that person close to you. I want you to say, you have to grow. In how you confess him. You know him, but you don't confess him. You know him, but you don't speak about him. You know him, but you don't acknowledge him. And your life is still restricted because you have kept your peace for too long. I'm trying to stir up a generation which is not going to hold its peace. A generation that is going to say enough is enough. This is time to speak him out. Praise the Lord. And I it I'm giving you a quote. It's up to you. It's up to you. Now, when you grow in that level, now you are able to activate the supernatural. You are able to activate the supernatural. It's in confession, someone say it's good it's in confession. I want you to say it like a minute. Somebody say it's in confession. It's in
1: confession.
0: Do you confess him at work? Some of you when you are at work you hide like you don't know him. Do you confess him in your family? Because your children in your house, they never hear you, the mother, talking about him, Jesus. Do you confess him? Do you confess him in the, in the location? Because people in your community, they don't know anything about you saying out, Jesus. You don't have time to confess him. That's why himself is not also confessing you before the fact. So when you are, am I talking to people? The Bible that I read says from the book of Timothy, that we have got only one God, and also one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. So the more you keep your silence, is the more you close the door. For the mediator to get access into your affairs, Because you think that you've got access to God, you are lying to me. You have to go through Jesus. And how do you go through Jesus? You have to learn how to confess Jesus before men. Men must know that you know about him. So some of your prayers, they don't go anywhere, they end here. Because you try to take away the mediator. And then there are people who are not praying for that thing. That you are busy praying for. They are just confessing the mediator. They are just busy with the mediator. You know how good Jesus is. When I woke up, I felt so good. Jesus is good. I talking to someone here, and the more they are confessing him, he is busy confessing them before the Father. He is busy with their situations before the Father. And you, yeah, you have all your peace. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Church folk, they don't want to hear this. You don't want this kind of information because the, the subject of confessing him you have reserved it for only pastors. You say, now the man of God is trying to give us his work. He is now trying to delegate us. He is trying to give us his responsibility. It's duty to confess. That's why, probably, some of us have got testimonies. Because we are not stopping confessing him. <laughs> He is our conversation. What is your conversation? Are you talking about Jesus in your family? The more you confess him, the more he confess you before the Father. It's a what? It's a key. Focus. Focus. It's a what? You're already missing this one. Boys, I'm done. It's a key. How do you confess him? And you know, praise the Lord, I'm done now. Let me just talk to a few people. I'm done. Probably it's not you. Probably someone who's going to listen to this message in America or in Germany or somewhere else. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? It's in what? Confession. That's where salvation is. How do you confess him? You have to talk about him. You have to talk about him. Do you know the secret of talking about Jesus? You're not getting this now. After he was crucified, then the Bible said that when they were on their way, there were men who were talking about him. And then he appeared suddenly and he began to be with them. The more you talk about him, He invites himself to your situation. He comes into that situation. It becomes his matter. You cannot keep your silence and then expect Jesus to work on your account, on your side. You have to learn to speak him out. That's why the Bible says that when you gather in my name. So it's about his name. It's not about gathering. It's about what you are saying in the gathering. It's about the name. When you have gathered and you're confessing, then he comes. He becomes part of your gathering. He is with you. So the more you talk about Jesus, in your house, it's a gathering. Your family is a gathering. He comes into that gathering and before you know it, that problem is beginning to confess it before the Father and is beginning to address it and declare it to someone in this place. We have to confess Jesus the more. Praise the Lord. You want people to change? You want your story to change? Are you confessing Jesus? You want your husband to also get born again. You know, the problem with the the married ones here, here, they don't confess Jesus in the houses. When in the house, they don't confess. So who do you want to confess to your husband? You must confess. (laughs) Am I helping someone in this place? I know I'm making sense now. You must begin to gain mastery. Praise the Lord. I'm done preaching right now. I'm not just talking. Confess him. Confess him. You have time to talk more about him. That matter, before you know it, it becomes a heavenly matter. (coughs) The more you talk about him. Praise the Lord. This is a key. The more you talk about him, this is a key. We cannot talk about him like this and he doesn't come amongst us. He's already with us in this atmosphere. He's here. He's here. Because we are talking about him. Have you wondered why certain challenges you cannot address them in your house? It's because your house is not a zone of confessions. You have not turned your house. I'm trying to help you so that you begin to turn your house upside down for God. You begin to make it a son of his influence, talking more about him. Until the devils in that house begin to take flight, they have to run out of your house because you are always talking about Jesus. Praise the Lord. Am I making sense? You know, This one is a chord, and when you are able to master it, it moves God. And you know whatever happens when you move God, your situation begins to move. Your situation begins to move. I want to show you something from the book of Luke. It's a chord that activates angels. When you confess about Jesus, He activates the angelic dimension. Angels, they don't have a choice. They have to begin to be sent to your matter, to answer, Why? Because you are talking about Jesus. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 12, verse eight, it says, I also, I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the son of man also confess before the angels of God. It's a code. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Yeah, 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 you're not in church now. Let me repeat. Also, I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the son of man also confess before the angels of God. If you confess him before men, he begins to talk about you before the angels Mm -hmm. it's a code it's a code it's simple it's a code it's a it's a key to unleash angelic activity confess more about jesus before men he also shall begin to confess more about you before the angels of god but he that denyeth me before men shall also be denied before the angels of God. And I've, I've told you that the word confess there it means acknowledging Jesus. That's why he's going to the opposite and he's saying that he who also denies me before men. So the key is men. Before men, what do you say? Before men, what do you say? Praise the Lord. I feel like probably this information is not for you. And I love it because I'm not going to just leave this information here only for you. I'm taking it abroad for other people. So that the right people will get a connection. He who confess me before men. That's the key. Him also I will confess before the angels of God. Before the angels of God, ye who denies me before men, ye also I deny before the angels of God. That's why we have Christians who who don't who don't who don't who don't work with angels. They don't have time to confess Jesus before men. It's a key, men. So when you have got an audience with men, they are giving you a platform to activate a godly activity. You're not getting this. Don't be slow to learn. When you have got an audience with men, you have got an opportunity to trigger a godly activity. When you confess it before men, he confesses you before God. (coughs) When you confess him before men, he confesses you before the angels of God. So I'm saying that men, they are a platform that God has given you so that if you know this God, you are able to use it and activate a Godly encounter in your life and trigger an angelic movement in your life. The key is men. I'm not getting what I'm talking about. Am I talking to people here? Yeah. So a lot of people think you know men are men that don't matter. That's why when, 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 when you come out of prayer and you are feeling all pumped up in prayer, you feel the fire of God moving in your veins. You come into an atmosphere which has got many begin to talk about soccer. Because you say, ah, no, these people they don't matter. Am I talking to people? And you think that the more you get a connection with God is when you pray only to God. And yet there is another way, there is a shortcut. The more you go and you are talking about Him before people, then you get more of a connection with God. The more you talk about Him before people, then you get a connection, and that connection releases an angelic movement in your life. It's a code. Am I making sense? Okay. So when you're leaving this place, you better begin to watch how you confess. How you confess. Let's stand up in the presence of God. You better begin to watch how you confess. You better watch how you confess. You better watch how you confess. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. You better how, watch how you watch how you confess before what before men. Ha. Am I making sense? Yes. Men are a key in this context. This is a court to activate angels into a certain dimension of your life. When you understand this one, you are able to activate God Praise the Lord. Into your vicinity, into your environment. You begin to ask yourself, but we are just talking, but you begin to hear a great sensation. You begin to see things that you were not expecting to see. Because you are able to trigger angels. Because you are able to trigger angels. And I'm trying to show you how are you going to do that. The key is men. The key is men. The people that God gives you on a daily basis to be in, in contact with. They are an opportunity for you to be able to release God more in your life. Amen. They are an opportunity for you to trigger the release of angels. other dimensions. Praise the Lord. How do you confess him before men? How do you confess him before men? I just want you to close your eyes. How do you confess him before men? Just lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. How do you confess him before men? I want to see a generation that is rising up in this atmosphere. A generation that is going to begin to Spread Jesus beyond. Probably you are a businesswoman in your business. Let you, let your business become renowned for confessing Jesus. Let your business become well known for confessing Jesus. Let the people that come to your house know that each time when we go to that house, we get a piece of the knowledge of Jesus let it be that god begins to rise a generation like that praise the lord i want people who are saying that i am ready i am ready to change my language i am ready to change my language i am ready to change my confession i'm ready to change my speech i'm ready to change my confession Praise the Lord. Holy Spirit, we engage you in this atmosphere. In the mighty name of Jesus, we engage you in this atmosphere for you are a discerner of thoughts and intents. We declare, we declare your presence, your presence, your presence in this atmosphere. Take control right now. In the name of Jesus, take control right now. Take control right now. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. We engage your great hand in this house. Your great hand in this house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we release your mighty hand upon your people. Upon your people. Upon your people. We declare the end of the living God. We declare the end of the living God. We declare the end of the living God. And they shall be confessing you. May you begin to be maximized in their efforts. Father, I declare the release of angels in this atmosphere. I declare the release of angels in this atmosphere. In this atmosphere right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I declare... A mighty release of the angelic in this atmosphere right now, in this atmosphere right now, in the name of Jesus. Someone right now, wherever you are standing, they are beginning to come to stand close to you right now. They are touching you. They are touching you right now. They are touching you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, you are receiving the touch of the living God. You are receiving. We have been confessing His presence. He's here he's here touch your people no 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 in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus he's here he's here he's here he's here touch your people right now Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Holy Ghost begin to touch your people begin to touch your people I release the touch of the spirit. Upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you, upon your life. The touch of angels is coming upon you right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Touch your people now. Touch your people now. Touch your people now. We release angels in this atmosphere. Touch your people now. no, 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 no. Their stories cannot remain the same. Touch your people, right now. Right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Father, touch five people for me right now. Right now! 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 In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, we release the end of God right now. We release the end of God right now. We release the end of God right now. You may think I'm going to come to you, but we are releasing angels in this atmosphere. So concentrate on yourself. Concentrate on yourself. And say, concentrate on yourself. Tell him, touch my life Ah! now! In the name of Jesus. He's touching people. 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 people. He is in the business of changing stories. Touch my people now. In the name of Jesus, I see a wave in this place right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. it's coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down. it's coming down. it's coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down. Somebody's being dashed right now. The situation is changing. The story is being rewritten. in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, release power in this atmosphere. In the name of Jesus, you are receiving a touch. A touch. A touch. You could have come in this atmosphere sick. The hand of God is heavy. Now, 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 now. You are receiving a touch. You are receiving a touch of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You are receiving a touch of the Holy Ghost. You are receiving a touch of the Holy Ghost. I don't care about your story, but he cares more. He's touching you. Now, wherever you are, he's touching you. He's touching you. He's touching you. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
1: In the name
0: of Jesus. In the name 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 of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. The end of the living God. The end of the living God. The end of the living God God. is heavy upon you. Heavy upon you right now. Heavy upon you right now.
1: Heavy heavy upon you right now.
0: There is healing, there is deliverance. There is healing, there is deliverance. There is is a shift taking place right now. He is rearranging your story right now. 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 There is.
1: Passo brado no
0: contaleu your bioprevis. He is in charge he is in control he is in control he is in control i want you to put your right hand on your head he's touching you right now wherever you are wherever
1: you are wherever
0: you are wherever you are are. are. in the name of jesus father as i'm counting to three you're touching your people right now one in the mighty name of jesus i declare the end of the living god upon your people two in the name of Jesus, I need you to be ready. I need you to be ready. He's touching you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Three, the end of the living God is heavy upon you right now. He's heavy upon you. He's heavy upon you. He's heavy upon you. The end of the living God is heavy upon you. Then zook the ites pass the rest crack don't contain. Migos, Migos, enter the SDS crack and zoom. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The working of the spirit is not the same like the working of the flesh. He is working behind the scene. An opportunity is coming to locate you, a promotion is coming your way, a door is getting open, deliverance is taking place in the house, in the name of Jesus, deliverance is taking place, it's taking place, it's taking place. Whatever the enemy planted in your system. It's coming out. 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 Now, in the name of Jesus. You are receiving the touch of of the end of the living God. You are receiving the touch of the living God. You are receiving the touch of the living God upon your life. Receiving the touch of the Holy Ghost. You are receiving the touch of the Holy Ghost. You are receiving the touch of the Holy Ghost.
1: You are receiving
0: the touch of the Spirit. You are receiving the touch of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we bless your great name. Almighty God, we bless you. For it is you who teacheth my hands to walk and my fingers to fight. I declare victory right now over every battle, over every battle, Ah, over every battle, 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 over every battle. I declare the touch, the touch, the touch of the Holy Ghost, the touch of the Holy Ghost. The touch of the Holy Ghost change the lives of your people with immediate effect. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Let my people go. Let my people go. In In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We are breaking that yoke. We, we are breaking it, we are breaking it, we are breaking it, we are breaking it, we are breaking it. We are breaking, we are breaking, we are breaking, we are breaking that chain. In the name of Jesus. We activate his power of deliverance. We activate his power of deliverance in this atmosphere. We are getting delivered. We are getting deliverance now. No. No. no, 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 be delivered. You're getting deliverance now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you're in a wrong atmosphere. Any demon, I declare you're in a wrong atmosphere. You're letting my people go. Say the voice of the living God. We are breaking. We are breaking. We are breaking chains, generational chains. They are breaking now. They are breaking now. They are breaking now. They are breaking.
1: They are breaking breaking right now,
0: in the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. Take control, Jesus take control take control take control take control take control in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus take control Jesus take control take control take control take control take control take control in the mighty name of Jesus. They control the rest of We These people who are strong to usher. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. A tem
1: vai fazer a nossa. A gente vai fazer a nossa. A gente vai fazer a nossa. vai fazer a nossa. A gente I said focus on yourself,
0: focus on yourself. No man is coming to you, the angels will release them. In this atmosphere, they are touching your life. They are touching your life right now. They're touching your life, 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 you're being delivered, they're being delivered, they're being delivered, they're being delivered, you're being delivered, you're being delivered, you deliverance in this place. In the name of Jesus.